Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Super Bowl edition of the Two Minute Drive podcast. I'm Palace alongside Jake Ramirez, Abraham Trevino, who's on the road. Be careful, my friend. And uh, back in studio, back, Paco Torres. His 49ers are in the Super Bowl. Welcome back to the show, man. Hell yeah, I'm happy to be here. Wish I could have been here last week, but well, someone didn't, you know, do their (laughs) job. Wait a minute, wait a minute. No, hang on. You said you wanted to come back if it was uh, Niners, Cowboys. That's why. They didn't do their job. Okay, okay. I thought that was a shot at me. Okay. (laughs) No, I would have held up my end of the bargain for sure. I know. All right, Paco, we're going to give you the floor here for the open. Uh, I know you have some receipts for people. You got a a rant (laughs) on Brock Purdy. What you got for us? Well, you know, it's uh, it's been quite a year to a couple of years actually of just listening to the same shit every single week about how Brock Purdy is a system game manager, nobody quarterback, and some people actually do believe that, and some people actually say that he's okay, not great, not bad, which is fine. Like your opinion is fine, right? But. There's some people that are actually deluded, in my opinion, that just think that this guy is no good and that it's all about the weapons around him or the coaching around him. And I'm just saying, like, shit, can you imagine this is the 80s and you got – just picture this for a second. Picture you right now in the 80s mm-hmm. and, you, and you're watching football and you're watching Joe Montana with Bill Walsh, probably second best head coach of all time. And, or, you know, top five at least. For sure. And Joe Montana, you know, top three quarterbacks of all time. To some, still the GOAT. I mean, it's debatable. But since he's got Dwight Clark, Jerry Rice, Taylor, great defense, and this insane coach, all of a sudden he's a game manager. He's a system quarterback. He's the weapons around him. Is that what we would be saying? Because I don't think it's fair. And I'm not comparing the the skill level of one to another i'm saying the situation is pretty similar correct and uh and it happened with brady too like mm-hmm. he got drafted late rounds has a great <laughs> coach and he had very good uh, defenses sometimes and then good teammates sometimes and was it just the weapons around him like come on i i think that we have to stop with this narrative and I'm not saying you guys or anything or anyone in particular, but as in general, I'm just tired of it. Give the guy his credit. For Motherfucker sure. was, I think it was, I think this was caught in December. So right before the playoffs, he was on track to have to tie Aaron Rodgers for the best passer rating in NFL history in a single season. Mm-hmm. Is that just the players throwing themselves a ball or is this this guy making decisions? So come on. Like, I think it's time. It's time to stop this nonsense. Like, yeah, we have great fucking weapons. We have a good coach, a good defense. Eh, And, but this guy's dealing and some of the metrics that, you know, people love analyzing with all due respect, it's fine. But some some of the things that make this guy good is sorry, I mean I'm not comparing skill, 
but are the same that would that would make Tom uh, Tom Brady good, which is uh, the the things that you can't quantify because <laughs> it's like leadership is staying poised, keeping your cool under pressure. You know, the game's never too big for you. You might throw four interceptions, but you're still slinging and not, you know, panicking. That's that's the thing that I think makes this kid great. And it's his second year. Two years, championship game, and we don't know what would have happened last year. Like, some people say, oh, we, we would have won if he didn't get hurt. No, I don't know. But what, I mean, the what if is there. It could have been two Super Bowls back-to-back with this kid. So I think it's time to give him his props. And the receipts thing is just people that didn't believe in that they were because of the because of the Lions Cinderella story, similar to Purdy, but they root for the Lions. Okay, uh, they were saying that they were going to beat us, and well, honestly, they were really close. To, so <laughs> it was pretty scary. But you know, you gotta you gotta hold your receipts. You gotta okay. I have my receipts right here. You 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 had a receipt for me, and I I just <laughs> I'm very curious on that. I I've been pro 49ers uh, for a very long time. Even after they lost to the Ravens, I was like, hey, don't sell your stock on them. I'm just saying, do it at your own risk. Uh, I still thought they were the best team in the NFC. But to be fair, um, and I know it's a 60 minute game, you got to play till the clock hits double zeros, but. Is it fair to say that they were outplayed in both of those games from the Lions and the Packers? Did the teams finish them off? No, but it, it, it is fair to say that they were getting outplayed, and I was just calling that out. And if you want to give me a receipt for being fair, I don't know. Okay. Let's look at the Lions. I'll give you the Lions game for sure. We were definitely getting destroyed. Like, hands down, I was – very sad at halftime, just in my bed, just like, damn, what is going on? You know, this shit's not right. I always believed, but I, I was definitely fucking worried. But if you look at the game against Green Bay, people keep, people just for some reason don't want to give party credit. And they're like, Jordan Love played great. And you look at the numbers. It was extremely similar, both teams. I don't think it was a super outplay, like, they were doing good, like they were playing good, but there were set. There were at least two. What do you call it when um, um, score swings, or what do you call them when 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 a certain team gains the advantage and then the other oh, team when the pendulum swings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it went back and forth a couple right, of times. Yeah. I wouldn't really say that it was like, oh my god, we got outplayed like the Cowboys did, or oh no, know? no, I wasn't saying that, but I mean like, I. Like Green Bay winning that game would have been believable, just given the way they played. You guys, like, oh yeah, for sure. No, they so. played great, and we definitely did not have our best game. But I'm looking at the stats here, and it's so similar. It's mm-hmm. so similar that I don't think, you know, numbers wise, it was it was pretty, like we played bad, and we still managed to beat them. That's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna say. But I have uh-huh. to say real quick about as far as Brock goes, I definitely I never thought he was a scrub, even in the the bit of the you know the the early season. I always just said he had the weapons like Paco mentioned and everything like that, which he still does, of course. But why? I mean, but why does that give somebody the reason to discredit someone? 
We never said it about Mahomes when he had Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Like you can say the same thing, but whenever it's somebody that's not praised as heavily, it's like, oh, it's because of the weapons around him. Like that. In defense of that, as far as the player, Mahomes is more physical. He's the better quarterback. Uh, (laughs) As far as like the weapons of Mahomes, because Mahomes is a weapon in himself. Brock now that he's reached the Super Bowl and he beat Green Bay and he beat Detroit, now I see Brock on a level, not of Mahomes, but right there. You know, st- you, you like to be all about stats. You know, statistically, Brock Purdy had a better season than Patrick Mahomes, right? Like in rushing, every metric. And rushing, passing, everything? He was better than him in every metric. Like this was Patrick Mahomes' worst season. And it's like, how come we give credit to one and the, and the other we don't? Well, I just would go to as far as Mahomes. He did what he had to against Miami. He did what he had to against the Bills. Then he goes against Baltimore. And it's like, these are three powerhouses right there to get to the Super Bowl. It's not like he played scrubs along the way. Right, so. but again, the 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 topic is why doesn't Brock Purdy get the the same, like, ad, you know, adulation? You know, he did the same thing. He had to do a comeback against the Lions and – had to as as made hate make, to make a good drive against the Packers. As much as you hate to admit it, like every sports analyst says mostly, is that, again, Mahomes is on another level as far as he's the greatest quarterback of this right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all say that, a lot of sports analysts. And I know you hate to admit that. Mm-hmm. And I wish that wasn't true because that's he's not on my team, but he is. I can, I can admit he's the best quarterback next to Aaron, uh, Aaron Rodgers when Aaron Rodgers is healthy. Uh, Abe, what do you think, Abe? about uh brock uh i so to answer you know the thing about like him having the weapons you know don't hate on, on brock purdy because the, the 49ers drafting well and knowing who to draft and putting those players around brock purdy so um Ayuk and kittle and cmc they don't throw the balls to themselves they have who Brock Purdy throwing the ball to them, right? So I think Brock Purdy is on that level of, you know, do you who do you want to have the ball at the two minute? Would you agree, Robert? I think I, I I mean I think I can I can trust Brock Purdy. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean like even when you, you go back to like when what was it, the game against the Browns, like when they started their three game losing yeah. streak. Like um <laughs> he still made a drive like towards the end and it was the kicker that missed it. So it's like he still has it within him, even if he doesn't have his weapons. So, like, we've seen him do it without it. Like, and I, I know right. people like to give him shit, like, when they went on that skit that it was him. But I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Like, look at what you're watching. Like, it's also, like, it's the ultimate team game, right? Can, but but also, he... Can, can, okay, can... Well, go ahead, Robert. No, no, finish. Go ahead. So, I know you don't want... I'm going to bring this player in, in into this talk because... So, you know, people that have weapons right mm-hmm. so um with with Brock Purdy okay so if you uh, if you put Brock Purdy and piece of shit Dak Prescott right mm-hmm. Prescott had players he had Ferguson he had Pollard he had CD Lamb he had Gallup he had Cook right mm-hmm. so would you so I would say that that Brock Purdy utilizes his weapons more than what Dak did correct correct uh, okay I saw I saw Brock Purdy playing it when he, when they played against the Packers in the divisional round. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, I know it looked like the Packers are going to win or or at least attempt that. But I saw throws that Purdy was doing. He was making plays and he didn't give up, you know, mm-hmm. and he played smart. And for him only being in the second full or like second year and for him to play at that level versus somebody that's been in the league for eight years and can't get over the hump, it's got to say a lot. About oh, for sure. Individual, right? For sure. Yeah. So, so I mean, <clears throat> did I hate when the 49ers beat the shit out of the Cowboys? Yeah, I did. But you can't hate on them because if you think about it, it both those teams, offensively and defense, were matched up, you know, like player to player pretty much. And it all came down to who was a better coach and who was a better quarterback. And who can make those well, plays? Right. Who can make the plays? And of course, the turnaround or the turnout was Brock Purdy and Shanahan, right? So I don't think I, I think this kid is is making a name of himself, and 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 I I don't think he's on the Tom Brady level, but I I will say I think he's on that level of like the Tua and Lamar. Uh, you know what? No, Mahomes. I'll disagree with yeah. you there. I think he is. I'm not saying at the level of Brady, but I mean in terms of like his play, like. Everybody talks about Mahomes because of the flashiness and all that. I prefer efficiency and getting balls where they need to get thrown. And when I see that, I see Tom Brady. I see that's what I want my quarterback to be. So if you want to say like game manager, whatever, cool. I'll take game manager all day because I prefer efficiency and good throws over like escaping the pocket, running around, waiting for something to happen. And that's what people want these days in football. So that's why that they consider that like greater. Like I'm not saying – it's not fun and it's not good, which Mahomes is good at all that. But I prefer my quarterback to read the defense, right. go through his progressions, get the ball where he needs to, and throw it before his receiver even gets there. That's the underrated yeah. thing about being quarterback. And I think Purdy is headed towards that. And if he wins on Sunday, then we can start changing the narrative on him. And hopefully the media will understand, like, oh, shit. Like, like if he outplays Mahomes on Sunday – like, there's going to be right. no way to escape that. And to play devil's advocate, though, Robert, it's not that, every, like, everybody likes the flashiness and Mahomes doing, the you know, that cool stuff. It's if he doesn't do that, they don't win. They don't get a first down. He has to be able to make those moves and those adjustments to save he, the he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't need to do a freaking skyhook, sh- you know, throw just to freaking that's, that's called get a first down. That's called cool uh, talent he's able to do. Well, I don't I don't want that. I want somebody that's gonna be in the pocket. Sometimes and that's you can't freaking you can't like do an overthrow. You like those little like dips, those dip <laughs> passes where you just kinda uh what do you call it? Just lobs it for nah, I don't I want I, uh, I want efficiency, even if it's yeah. dink and dunk. Yep. D- dump it down to Christian McCaffrey and have him go for twenty plus mm-hmm. yards. Give me that that's all day. Cool. Yeah, Mahomes could throw too. Don't act like Mahomes can't. Oh no, throw. I'm not he, saying that, but I'm just saying like when everybody talks about Mahomes being like this all-time great, it's like they look at that stuff, and that's why I think he gets his flowers as opposed to like Purdy, who's not super flashy. But if you actually watch his games and the way he's throwing that ball, it's like shit, man. I want that. Like, give me that okay, all day. Uh, two-time Super Bowl champion, and how old is he? Dude, Brady was young too when he won a Super Bowl. Stop acting like this hasn't been done before. Y'all, the media, recency bias. Like Tom Brady did all this shit in his 
in his young career too. So, and nobody was calling him the goat either. That's what I Brock think. Purdy, if he wins, he's gonna be the third youngest quarterback to win the Super Bowl. So I'm just saying like the, nar- the narrative now, change. The narrative is he now the goat? No, 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 no. no. But again, the legacy part when we talk about that, yeah, Brock. The, if they win, you'll see it changes for sure. Fucko, yeah. All right. Uh, are you good on your receipts, my friend? Yeah. I mean, your thing was mostly a joke, but because of the power rankings, you did. But like, you. Uh, the power rankings. They deserve to be four whenever I did my rankings. <laughs> I stand by that. Mm. All right. Um, let's let's uh, get off the Super Bowl for a little bit. We'll go way into depth on it in just a little bit. I wanted to talk to you guys about a couple of uh, notes for the 2024 season. And most of this will actually pertain to the NFC East. So, unfortunately, we'll probably come to talk about a certain team. Uh, first one is the Philadelphia Eagles are going to be hosting the first game ever in Brazil, which will be on the Friday of opening weekend. So, there's going to be football, NFL football opening Thursday, Friday, and then, of course, Sunday, Monday. So, um, thoughts on that and who they might possibly play? Abe. No, I think that's good for the. I think that's good for the NFL. You know, expanding out to these uh, countries. Yeah. Um, I think that's good. That's awesome. And um, the Philadelphia Eagles. I hope it's not like uh, like the Giants or something. I hope it's maybe like uh, I don't what know. What if it's the maybe, Cowboys? <laughs> I mean, hey, possibly, but I don't think it will be. Um, like might be. No, I don't think Miami. I think maybe more like Jacksonville or. I don't know. Who knows? But um, I think it's great that the NFL is doing that. Give those those folks something to watch, you know, yeah. live. I don't know how that will work time zone wise. I think I don't know if it's it'll be the same. <laughs> like as we watch a regular game, I don't know. We'll we'll look more into it. But I just wanted to get some general thoughts, Paco. I think uh, I think they're ahead by like three hours or so. I want to say. Oh, okay. So it's not that big of a difference. Well, three okay. hours to like Eastern, so it gotcha. might be. Okay. Um, I mean, I like it as long as there's like safety regulations and shit and everything. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I gotta say, and then we're, we're all Mexican here, right? But like, uh, when, when the Niners went to play Arizona a couple of years ago, or was she last? I think it was last year. Uh, the, the players were scared. The whole organization was scared. They literally got there the night before and left right after the game. And in most places, teams get there a couple of days before. They go around, you know, a little bit here and there. They stay, like, overnight after the game. But this time, it was just like, we get there, we <laughs> sleep, we play, we leave. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. It's 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 dangerous and shit. So, as long as it's safe, yeah, it's badass, right? For sure. Because they're, <laughs> they're bringing the NFL to more places. And, you know, cool. Jake, you got any thoughts on this? Yeah, uh, I have some tap, uh, some points here. Uh, like Abe was saying, I think it's really cool uh, for the NFL to host a game in South America. Uh, as far as with this, this is the first time Brazilian fans they get to besides soccer, they're going to see America's favorite sport, which is NFL and the most popular sport over here. Uh, I think it's cool. I think it's a it's a marketing plug win for the mm-hmm. NFL. Going to help for sure. Uh, with the marketing 
And like Paco brought up a good point as far as uh, like the safety. I, that was the last thing I was thinking about. I was like, are the players going to feel safe like in Brazil? Like that. Was I mean, I, I I think the league will put them in a good position where they're not. I mean, they'll be like, they'll have super security and all that stuff. So I mean, I know they'll take care of them. It's cool for the fans, man. Like in Brazil, you know, they they'll get to you know have fun out there at this, yeah. wherever they. go. All right, let's uh, stick here with the NFC East. Couple of uh, big news uh, coaching hires for this next season. Let's start with the um, Philadelphia. No, sorry. Let's start with the Washington Commanders. Hired Dan Quinn as the next head coach. Let's go to Abraham with his thoughts, initial thoughts on this. Huge, huge. This is huge for Washington. They hold that number two pick. They hired Cliff. Kingsbury as their offensive coordinator who coached Caleb Williams. Um, Also, John Joe Witt for the D coordinator. I think that was a good move, taking him away from Dallas. Um, I I feel I feel like Dan Quinn's going to steer them into the right direction. Um, I'm even going to go on the line here and say that the Commanders make the playoffs this year. Um, Also. This is on record. The Commanders will sweep the Cowboys this year when oh, they play them twice. And they got a That's, lot of money for free agency too. And they and they have a lot. Yes, they have a lot of money. Um, they can go and get them a running back. They can go, um, you know, they can go different ways, and they can spend money. So I, I, this 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 was a good move. This is huge. Let me ask you: Do you do you think that they try to move up to get that number one spot and get Caleb Williams, or no? I think I think so. I think they'll try to they'll try to package something, and and get that to, so that way they can secure that number one pick and, and get Caleb. Okay, Jake, your that thoughts? That would be on, really interesting. Yeah, no, I don't your have thoughts much on the Commanders. I hate the Commanders. Uh, Quinn, I already said, and I said this that I feel like he. <laughs> Those points right there is what caused the Cowboys to lose the game. Good I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Now, now you're not your quarterback throwing a pick six and another interception to put him in a hole, right? That, that, that had no bearing right on anything. I don't know. So, six, 42 unanswered defensively, we just did so shitty. So. Dude, when, you, when your defense puts you in a hole, it's really hard to, like, climb back out of it, especially if your offense can't produce. And Abe made the biggest point in this entire thing, like, Dak has the weapons. Why can't he muster anything out of it and, and make use? Because you can't always put everything on the defense because at some point they're going to break. It doesn't matter. It, you know, we've seen the Niners. Like, it's happened to them. We've seen it happen to the Chiefs. Like, your quarterback has to come through at some point. You can't always blame it on the defense. Okay, well, yeah. when it mattered, Quinn let us down and the defense let us down. So, there was well, no half. Why don't, why don't you put any blame on Dak? They couldn't do any offense. There was no halftime adjustments made. Nothing really came of the second half. And there was nothing on the offense. Why can't you admit to that? There wasn't shit on the offense. What happened to Pollard? Pollard didn't do shit. He couldn't do shit. We're not talking about that. I'm talking about the defense and Quinn. I know, but you put it as if it was all Dan Quinn's fault. Like, and it wasn't. It had a lot to do with it. It had a lot to do. I'll give him blame, but why can't you put blame on both sides? Why are you putting it all on him? Because. Like, yeah. if you want to see Dak with this pick six, okay, that's like, like that's that's nothing. Jake, that's he 10. threw two interceptions early. Like, that's ca- almost hard to come back from. Okay, but one of them was only a pick six. Regardless, <laughs> I don't care about. Oh my gosh, 
Sean, he'll he'll do good things for the Commanders. Probably we'll see a what to say that they're going to sweep the Cowboys. That's just ridiculous. They they're the, not going to do. The, how do you know? You don't know. Coach, okay, so Dan Quinn, when that when that fall when that fall happened that Super Bowl against against Tom Brady, I was about to Dan bring that Quinn, up. Dan, Dan Quinn said that next time that he ever gets a shot again, that that won't happen. So here we are now, what, three years later, four years later, he's the commander's head coach. This guy is going to come out and he's going to want to prove, right? So he's – and he hired the right staff for the OC, for the DC, you know, and then now, like Robert said, they have money to spend. So you think Dan Quinn's going to penny pinch it? Fuck no, man. They're going to go out there. They're going to get defensive players. They're gonna go and they're gonna. They have a lot of picks in the draft this year, so in, unless they package them and move up to one to get to make sure to get Caleb. But other than that, you know, they, they're gonna be able to make some moves, and they're not gonna be in that funk because with with Ron Rivera not there anymore. Like now, it's totally different atmosphere now. It's different okay. personnel, so this is this is gonna be different. Okay, but you and I have talked about this as well. Now this gives the Cowboys a good, uh, you know, defensive coordinator position. Now we can get either Ron Rivera, Rex Ryan's in the, you know. So now now you're just you're going to discredit everything Dan Quinn did. No way. Yeah, uh, Rex, fucking Rex. Are you serious? Hell no. I don't even want Mike Zimmer. I don't want Mike Zimmer to come back. I either want Ron Rivera, or I'm going to go ahead and 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 go that route with with Vrabel. I know Robert said that he won't go to a D to to be a D coordinator, but I bet you if Jerry Jones tells him, "Hey, come in as our defensive coordinator," and if in the lines, which I can see it of McCarthy fucking up like the piece of shit he is, then <laughs> I can I can see Vrabel taking over the reins and then guiding. I think that the Cowboys need a coach like Vrabel. Shit, I want a Belichick to be the coach, you know. Um, but you, you, you want on Ron Rivera. Yeah, but you're talking about Rex Ryan. When the fuck did that? When the fuck did your uncle? When was the last time your uncle fucking coached? And he was a piece of shit guy. <laughs> fuck out of here, dude! I don't want Rex Ryan. He's going based on like reputation from like years ago when they beat Brady like once. Like <laughs> freaking freaking Jake's like, oh, is 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 Mark Sanchez still the the, the quarterback over in New York Jets? Like, fuck out of here, dude! Like, all fuck I out of here, man. Interview. That's all I said. I mean, all. <laughs> all right. Let me get uh, yeah, Paco, let me let me get Paco's thoughts here on uh, the hiring of Dan Quinn for the Commanders. Do you like this move? Yeah, I mean, I like it. He, they already have a solid running game with uh, Brian Robinson and what's the other kid's name? Oh my gosh, uh, NFC Antonio, uh, Antonio Gibson. Yeah, Antonio Gibson. Um, and if if they spend their draft picks well, I mean, I I like that move for going to Caleb, going for Caleb. And if I'm the Bears, I trade that mm-hmm. pick away. But that's probably another conversation. Yeah, yeah. Um. The one thing that I'm, you guys are both Cowboys, Jake and, and Abe. Oh yeah, sometimes yeah. Abe. All right. So the one thing that I would say, if 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 I were you guys, I would be so grateful that the fucking Washington front office does some weird ass shit, trading away Montez Sweat 
and uh, Chase Young. All I got to say, with those two, with Dan Quinn, whoo, that would have been something to watch. Interesting, yeah. Um, the other hire that happened in the NFC East was the Philadelphia Eagles picking up Kellen Moore as the offensive <laughs> coordinator. Uh, hey, what do you what do you got there? Uh, he didn't he didn't do shit in San Diego. I'm not I'm not sweating this guy. Um, I I really thought I thought that they have Frank Wright though, right? He's their coordinator, defensive coordinator, correct? Frank Reich? No. Yeah. No. No. Who who did they get on defense? They picked up they got somebody on defense. They picked up somebody, but it wasn't him. It wasn't him after all? Well, I I mean, I don't I don't know. I think you should have waited. You could have got yourself Eric the enemy since the Washington Commanders fired him. I would have waited and picked him up. Um fired the enemy? Yeah, yeah, because Cliff Kingsbury is the coordinator now in Washington. If the wow. Cowboys were smart, they'd get him, but they won't. I know, I know. If, That's if true. Jerry, That's Jerry, true. Jerry, Uncle Jerry, if you're listening to the pod right now, you said you wanted to spend money and make moves. This is going to be it right here. This would be the stepping stone right here if you pick that guy up. But anyway, mm-hmm. Kellen Moore, Kelly, Jake Moore is a piece of shit. I'm not worried about him. Eric Henry. God damn it. Eagles Jake, got a run game. Like no, the, no, no. Hell no. Jake, what are your thoughts on Kellen Moore? Is he going to haunt you next season? I thought it was the Sharks, to be honest. I was like, hold up. He just came from, he just went to the Chargers after one year, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah and then when I saw Philly hiring him as their, I was like, what? That's kind of weird, just out of the blue. Well, just no, because Jim Harbaugh, Harbaugh is going to take yeah. over the Chargers. You don't need an offensive. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. It was kind of weird, but we'll see what he brings to Philly. Uh, I hope it actually makes them worse, to be honest. So, what's your hope? But that's not what I'm asking. I'm asking what the what the reality might be. I, I don't know if it'll be a good uh, uh, mix with the uh, what's the that the head coach again, Nick Sirianni. Sirianni. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, it, they it, hard to, so. it does sound a little weird, right? They love to run the ball and do all these kinds of crazy running packages. <laughs> And they've hired this like air raid dude. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Uh Paco, real quick, wanted to ask you, um thoughts on Jim Harbaugh coming back into the NFL. Oh, your, I love it. Your man. former coach. Yes, love it. Love it. Love it. You know, I if if not if it wasn't for Kyle, I wish we still had Harbaugh. Hmm. And yeah, I mean, hopefully he doesn't get into a lot of um off the field discussions with the mm-hmm. uh, management because that's what happened with like our former general manager that's what it was that was the that was the falling apart right it was yeah more with it management. was bulky i think it was who, yeah. who he was and uh, yeah fuck that i mean i i love harbaugh yeah but we'll see all right guys uh enough of the next season let's get back to where we are at now this sunday in las vegas Allegiant stadium the San Francisco 49ers and Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl 58. We're going to get into the X factors of the game here before we go for our picks and all that stuff. Um, wanted to ask you real quick, Paco, um, what I'm reading about the Niners practice shenanigans, the field. What's going on with that? Tell me tell me about it. I've only read a little bit. Yeah, so basically every year the NFL chooses a home and away team 
uh, one year it's NFC representative, the next year is AFC representative, something like that. Mm-hmm. This year, the Chiefs are the home team, so they got to stay and use the Raiders facility for their practices. Uh-huh. And they have both an indoor and outdoor uh, practice fields, right? So the Niners got uh, a random ass, I don't know exactly the name of the place where they're practicing, but apparently the field is r- extremely soft compared to like no- normal field. And uh-huh. it's only outdoors, so like it's it's like it's been raining and the the field has been not feeling great. So mm. uh, that's why they were like um, at the beginning of the week mostly they were uh, shit talking the field, saying that it was like apparently there's some metric that they use to measure yeah. how soft the grass is. Yeah. And a, a normal like NFL field the grass is around seventy percent. The Raiders one was about 80%, the one that the Chiefs are using, and the Niners practice field is around 50%. So the difference is it was pretty big, and the the um, Goodell even said, yes, this is true, but it is within NFL regulations, so no one's mm-hmm. breaking any rules. So that's, that's, that's what the whole thing was. Early on the week, then Shanahan came out and said, you know what, fuck it, we're, it's no excuse, we're just going to go through it, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Curious. All right. Um, because I thought uh I was reading that the NFL PA said that it wasn't up to standard. So I don't know. Is it a little bit of back and forth here? I guess that's what Goodell mm-hmm. said. I don't, I don't know. Does it does that worry you or is it a distraction or anything like that? It's a distraction. I mean, ideally, this is like one of the more important companies in the world you would think that it would be fair for both sides of the ball, mm. not just this year, but every year. I mean, mm. this year we're in the, in the victim seat, whatever, but every year it should be fair for both teams. So I don't know what they can do moving forward. I just hope that it gets a little better. I mean, I don't, mm. I'm not thinking it's a huge thing, but yeah, uh, the only bad thing is that if someone gets hurt during practice because of the grass, then that's when it becomes an issue, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. All right, interesting, interesting. What do you guys uh, I mean, think, though? Because, uh, like, does it sound yeah. like bullshit from someone that's not have a horse in this race? Or no, I mean, for me, I want. I, I mean, I like to hear it to be even on on both sides, right? Because that's what you want it to be. So, hearing something like that, it's like, man, that's not. And I hear people already on like all the Niners are making excuses, like, ah, fuck off, like, no, like everybody needs to have a level playing field, like going into this. So, I mean, it may be something, but. I, I know the Niners quick, are going to be they get they got enough tough skin that they'll get over it and go towards the game. Robert, I had a uh, I saw that at, uh, what we're talking about as far as the field or whatever, and I sent Robert on Instagram like a, a, a DM of what was going on with the field, and I was like, "Oh, here we go, Paco," but I didn't mean it like, "Oh, here we go, 49ers. <laughs> like an excuse. I was more like, "Oh, here we go." Like there's controversy already with one team, given yeah. the fact. that so it is, of course, for the Super Bowl. So that's what that up, Robert. Okay. Uh, all right, let's get into our X factors here for both teams here this this weekend. Uh, what it's going to take to win, and you know who's going to have to step up. Is there is there anybody that hasn't been talked about lately that you feel like could have a big game? I want to go around the table here, um, Abe. Let's let me hear your X factors for the Niners and for the Chiefs. This weekend. So the X factors for the Niners 
are going to be the receivers, Ayuk and Debo Samuel. Mm. Did he get those guys involved early in the game and continue to, you know, kind of make uh, make the plays to get him the ball? Those are going to be your X factors. Also, CMC, you got to get him going in the running game because he can also help you with in the passing game as well. So those are the X factors. I mean, Kittle, he's there, but I think these three, those three guys are going to be your X factors. Um, on the defense side, Bosa and, and man, um, that dude Chase, man, he's got to get out of that little funk or something like that because if he's looking to get a contract, this is probably – this might be it right here to, to prove it. Um, but you need him to step up too and then uh, see what happens there. On the Chiefs side, um, offense, you need, uh, of course, Pacheco. Pacheco's got to – he's your X factor. Um, MBS is also – and then, of course, Kelsey. Kelsey had a huge monster game against Baltimore, and Baltimore could not figure a way to stop that. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get him going early on like they did against Baltimore, then I think you, you know, 49ers are going to have to adjust, uh, either halftime or what to figure out mm-hmm. how to stop that. Um, also, you know, of course, Mahomes is your, is your X factor because I mean, he can make plays not only passing, but running, uh, you can get out of the pocket. So, uh, defensive side, you need a uh, Smith. Uh, is that Chris Smith? Or Chris, uh, Chris Jones, to, Chris Jones. You need him mm-hmm. to get going. I know he got a little banged up against Baltimore, but he's he's good. He should be good to go. Um, and then of course, um, Revis or Reeves, the corner for for Kansas City, probably needs to lock up. Mm-hmm. And I think those are the X factors for both teams. All right, interesting. Uh, I'm gonna go next, uh, just <laughs> because I just have my rant ready to go. Um, for the Chiefs, it's definitely going to be the receivers. This is going to be the time for them to really step up and make it big for Mahomes. That's going to be their only chance, I believe. They can, you know, Mahomes get these plays, simple throws. Uh, they got to make them like on these whatever third and fives, not drop them, not give the ball back to the Niners. I think that's going to be huge for them on the defensive side. Obviously, if they can put pressure on Purdy, make them make mistakes early. That's going to be good for the Chiefs, uh, only because if if it turns into like a shootout or having to go uh, one up against Mahomes, I don't think Purdy's there yet. Um, so that would be my X factors for the Kansas City Chiefs. For the Niners, I'm all about Christian McCaffrey, man. I'm all about keep away, keep that ball away from Mahomes, eat up the clock. I'm talking you flip that coin, give us the fucking ball. We're going to drive it down your throat, score. Defense comes huge. Put a spy on Mahomes and then put a bunch of pressure and then get him to make some mistakes. Because if the Niners can go up early big, this is the year that I think the Chiefs, I know they're used to like, oh, they can come back from behind on on anybody. But not this year. Not with this uh, team that he's got around him. If he had Tyreek Hill still and, and all these other players around him, I think they could do it. But I think if the Niners can put up a big rally early and then have Mahomes play catch up the rest of the Super Bowl and quite not make it back to tie it, then this is the Niners' best chance. But a full use of Christian McCaffrey, um, obviously, of course, once they utilize that run game, it's going to open up the passing for everybody else, and it just makes it gravy. But you have to start with Christian McCaffrey. Make him your biggest X factor for the game. Uh, Faco, who do you got? Well, it's hard for me to like pick 
Because, like, what's an X factor for you guys? Like, is it a surprise attack or just the key to beat the other team? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I phrased that wrong. You know, surprise, key, you know, however you want to, okay. you know, deliver it. So, key player or X factor, 49ers offense is definitely McCaffrey. I agree. If we have to get him involved, <laughs> if even if it's passing game or running game, but the we cannot just abandon the running game or, you know, that's just the recipe for disaster because yeah. then that means that Brock Purdy has to play perfect the rest of the game and that's our chance to to win. So I agree with McCaffrey. I also think that um I am getting a lot better. I'm still a rookie, but I'm still I'm getting a lot better at the X's and O's. I think that if we stay in our base formation most of the time, which is uh the two running backs, two tight ends, mm-hmm. it, uh, one tight end, sorry. If we stay in that formation with Kyle Juszczyk and McCaffrey and we flip them around everywhere, I think that's the key to throw them off guard because they're going to be in their base defense with three linebackers. So that's when we can we can definitely use our, our fullback as a wide receiver. I mean, he, got, he, he, he is good at catching the ball. And George Kittle is there because we happen to have, in my opinion, the best complete tight end in the league. Um, and he's not catching balls like he used to because our offensive line is not great. So he has to block a lot more and even help in pass pro a lot more than he has in the previous years. Yeah. But make use of that. Use him, use Kittle to, to pass pro and then get the ball out to McCaffrey, use check or the rest. Um, one thing for the for the defense, I think it's definitely on my boy Fred Warner. I think he's the key, and if he plays to his usual All Pro self, then we have a really good shot at slowing down Mahomes. Because I have a feeling that they're gonna uh, the Niners are gonna sell out and stop in the Chiefs' run game. Uh-huh. And if we do, that means that Fred's going to have to cover Kelsey or any other wide receivers coming in in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. And if he does a good job, then it's going to be extremely hard for the Chiefs to get anything going. And as far as the Kansas City defense, I actually think that mm-hmm. I do have a next factor. And I actually had to Google his fucking name because I didn't know. I just know him as 22. Trent McDuffie, second year in the league. Uh-huh. He's uh, opposite a, a cornerback of the Chiefs. The 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 main cornerback, the guy's gonna cover Ayuk. He's really good, so that's gonna be tough for us. Right. But the keys on the other side. If you put Debo there, you can even even spread McCaffrey there. Maybe Jawan Jennings there against that cornerback, second year dude. That's the key for if he plays good, then we're gonna have our work cut out for us. If he is a little bit lost in the sauce. I feel like we can just take advantage of that so hard. And if I can notice, Shanahan can definitely notice. For sure. Um, The big injury right now for the Chiefs is Joe uh, Tooney. I don't think he's he's not going to play at all. I think it's like a slim uh, chance that he plays. Is that a lineman? That's, uh, yeah, a lineman for the Chiefs. And he's like one of the best, like, um, just period over the last, like, let's say, 10 years um yeah that, i think that's huge for the 49ers defense um like i said if they can get one spy on mahomes <laughs> and every, i would send the rest to just like 
bull rush like Nick Bosa. I know he brought up the whole like you know getting hold and the the Chiefs like to hold. I think it's good oh, that yeah. he brought that up because I think the Chiefs get away with a lot of those. And I mean, I mean, you could say that for a lot of teams in the NFL, but I mean, they're really going to need to pay close attention to that. Uh, the other thing that the chiefs do a lot is uh, what was that one guard's name? He would do like the, he would jump off before the start. Yeah. yeah the they wouldn't call it. Mm-hmm. So I think if the Niners could put a scare into that guy, get him into some false starts and back up the chief, put him in, you know, second and long, third and long and, That'll that'll be good for your defense and, and getting the ball back. Do you agree with my premise of them getting the ball first in the flip coin, or do you like deferring I, or what? I hadn't thought about it. I mean, usually defer, but I like that. I like I I, I would not be opposed to do that. Okay, I like it. it's bald and uh, yeah, show some <laughs> balls too. <laughs> I just say that because I think this is the year where Mahomes really like if he goes down in the hole. <clears throat> I don't think he could do the comeback like he would in seasons past just because of the crew that he has now. That well, that would be my only reason. To, to be fair, and I, uh, shout out to Jay because he did say that Mahomes would be back in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Cool. I, I thought he would be out, and you know what? He's still Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Kudos. I mean, guy's a legend. But I do feel like people forget. I think they only scored 30 points three times this year. Correct. They're not so, a high-scoring team this year. Be careful, because if we get to over 25, might be it. All right, Jayco, who are your X-Factors for the game? Yeah, my X-Factors basically for Kansas. Uh, I didn't put multiple because this is why, guys. Mahomes, Kelsey, they have to show up. There is no X-Factor with them. They have to be 100% for the Chiefs to win. So it's cool. We can say they're X factors if one outperforms the other, but that's they have to play 100% good. So Pacheco, he's probably my favorite player on the Chiefs. He, what I said is that he has to keep up with Christian McCaffrey uh, if if the Chiefs have a shot at winning as far as rushing yards. Uh, and, and then the the other X factor I'll say for the Chiefs, <laughs> the Chiefs defense looked pretty damn good the last few games. So if they can uh, put pressure on Purdy. That's an X factor right there. Um, and then as far as the 49ers, uh, X factors, I got, like Abe mentioned, receivers. Debo, Debo has to catch every pass, Paco, and he has to score at least one touchdown for uh, for you guys to have a shot at winning, I think, personally. And then also, Ayuk, he has to get some yardage. Uh, like I said, Brock, he has to be 100%. Uh, Kittle, he's been in positions where he's already been in Super Bowl and stuff. So he has to play 100% as well. Like these other players, they cannot be X-Factors. They have to be at their best in order for either team to win. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much my X-Factors. Um, I'm going to throw a curveball to all of y'all. Coaching advantage, who's got the advantage right now? Abe? Shanahan. Okay. Any reason you'd pick him over Andy Reid right now? Um, I mean, he's, he's got the players, um, and, and I think he's got the right quarterback. So I think, I think Shanahan might have the advantage. Okay. Baco. I feel the one coach that has the advantage right now is, um, Spagnolo. 
which is a defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Okay, good. I think he's done a great job with the Chiefs, with the personnel they have, and he can definitely take advantage of the of the mind that uh of the of our of our team right now that we've been had two games in a row early on, and he he if like he can exploit that. So I think he has got a very small advantage there. Yeah, I think the I'll... others are just. I'll agree with that. I think I'll, I'll go with that too, just because Spagnola ha- has been able to best Brady. So like, he's got the resume for putting a stop to like, you know, efficient offenses, like the Niners and stuff like that. So that, that, that worries me a little bit, but, but the chiefs defense. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll give them their props. If anything, they're the reason, a huge reason the chiefs are, I don't want to say the main reason they're in the Super Bowl, but they're a big reason why they were kept alive a lot through the season. Yeah, but I mean, like, this isn't like Mahomes Superman. Like, that hasn't been that kind of season. I know you can say all that, Jake. Like, oh, he's he's like the the you know the Superman, but it really hasn't last, been on his shoulders a lot. The last few games, uh, like I mentioned, as the, the defense for the Chiefs being an X factor all season, not just this past three games. No, I know, yeah. but the he has been really good. So. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think the Chiefs didn't score once in the second half versus Baltimore. Correct. Yeah. So <laughs> that's defense. Yeah. Like their defense kept them up. All right. Um, it's time for our picks <laughs> and our scores for the game. Uh, let's go with our special guest this week. Uh, who's going to win this game and why? And what's your prediction for the score? Man, I'm so nervous and scared, man. I mean, oh, wait, before you go, before you go, also, oh. also add in, um, so you're going to give your pick, your score, and your Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very nervous. I'm scared. I'm confident in my team, but that doesn't mean that I'm like, yeah, we got this in the bag, you know, like, I've never been like that. So I think that if, like, honestly, I'm, obviously, I'm going to pick my team to win. Mm. But it has there has to be some check marks for this to happen, and those check marks have to be run the ball, stop the other team running game, and uh, don't make stupid mistakes. So if we do that, I think we we, we win the game, and um, I would be really shocked and impressed if we win by uh, by uh, Brock Purdy only, like if he goes ham and goes for like three hundred yards and. Four, four touchdowns, and you know what? I, if he does, badass, uh, awesome. But I, I just don't see this game being like that. So, I think it's gonna be around uh, twenty-four, twenty-one type deal, and I think we win. Super Bowl Maybe. MVP. Uh, it's gonna be they're gonna give it to Purdy. Although in reality, fans are gonna know that it was McCaffrey. That's what's gonna happen. Okay. So what are you predicting? Like quarterbacks, you know. What are you predicting? Like two touchdowns by McCaffrey, or he gets yeah, all the yardage but no touchdowns? No, he gets two, two, one receiving and one maybe not. Yeah, one receiving, one running. Fuck. It. Okay. All right. Um, Jake, who do you got for the game? Of course, uh, I'm gonna pick the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, why, Robert? You say? These are why. Because Mahomes. Legacy on the line, uh, I think. Like how when everyone's crowning him the greatest already. <laughs> <laughs> they lose, then that goes away. 
absolutely. But that's what I'm saying. Uh, they're Super Bowl reigning champs. I feel like they want it. Kelsey and Mahomes, they want the third Super Bowl win more than anyone as far as what I've seen as far as coverage and everything. And, uh, yeah, I just feel like they're going to take it. Uh, but let me let me say this real quick. Uh, San Francisco, Paco, doesn't win. If yeah. Brock Purdy plays bad and throws picks, Christian McCaffrey okay. doesn't run all over the Chiefs defense. Uh, Debo doesn't score at least one touchdown. And then the 49ers defense, they have to put some pressure on Mahomes or you guys lose. Okay. That's so you got the Chiefs. What's your score? Uh, I'm going to go 35-27. Wow. Oh, okay. You think they're going to score? Okay. The... And then uh, – yeah. MVP. All right, all right, all right. Who's your Super Bowl MVP? Mahomes. Abe? You know, I, I'm surprised we didn't mention Taylor Swift. I'm, I'm so glad, actually. Oh, you just did, so that's your fault. I, I know. It's. I'm so glad. It's so fucking annoying. But <laughs> but uh, Mahomes, man, like, it's it's Mahomes and, and – uh, that you know he can i mean he's he's done it already in the playoffs but i'm gonna go with the 49ers and and i'm gonna tell you i'm gonna tell you why because um i just the 49ers have way you know the weapons they have the weapons i think cmc is gonna run in this game he's also gonna be used in the passing game as well and i i really think that it might start off slow for the niners and everybody's like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to see Taylor Swift perform at halftime. And they're up and they're winning. And in reality, they're going to get that reality check. And I think Brock Purdy is going to find his way to, you know, get, you know, get them back into the game. Um, and, and the 49ers are going to win. Um, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to go 28 to 17 Niners. Um, I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey being the MVP with two rushing touchdowns and no reception on the touchdown, no reception, no touchdown or no catch, no catch and touchdown. Um, cause he, he's going to be the, he's going to be your guy. Um, so yeah, I got CMC as your Super Bowl MVP as my Super Bowl MVP. Okay. Um, <laughs> I I'm not superstitious, but I look at like I like to see comparisons of like I, I look at everything, even the coverage and all that stuff. And I know I said I wasn't gonna watch any of the coverage, but I actually have been. And it's very <laughs> weird to see how lopsided it is right now. Kind of reminds me of my team in 07 when they thought that they were gonna go undefeated and all the coverage was on them and it was barely anything on the Giants. And even though they're they're and they're already asking Mahomes about like you know goat conversation and all this stuff, and I know that's in his head a little bit. Like he's starting to feel himself a little bit, and you know all this stuff with Taylor Swift is dominating as well. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I so I'm picking the Niners. Oh, twenty eight, twenty one, but don't get it twisted. It's gonna be like my narrative for the X Factor where it's gonna be a bunch of ground and pound. Niners taking the clock away. Mahomes <laughs> trying to do some late magic. And yes, they're going to make it close. But it, it's really going to be dominated by the Niners, I think. And you're going to have a bunch of... Uh, and it's going to be a repeat of Super Bowl 55 where Tony Romo was like begging, like thinking like that comeback was going to happen for Mahomes. And he was just overwhelmed. I'm not saying like he's not going to 
score touchdowns. Here he will. Against the Bucks, he couldn't do shit. Um, but here I think he'll get some a couple of late scores where you think it's gonna like he's gonna do it, and then the Niners and Purdy will put it away with like a drive in the fourth quarter with like let's say like five minutes to go, and they'll seal it like with just running out the clock. And uh Christian McCaffrey will be my Super Bowl MVP. But yes, all all the, the talk and media this week has been super lopsided. I've barely seen any coverage on the Niners. And and I remember when the Patriots were favored to go undefeated and the Giants just hit them in the mouth. And it was like one of the biggest upsets ever. Now, I, I don't think this would be one of the biggest upsets ever, but because I think the Niners are still favored right now. I think the line is two and a half for them being the favored uh, team. Yeah. But even though everyone's talking about Mahomes, so that that I find that funny. Um, so, yeah, uh, I and I think Shanahan, I think he's finally going to get his due. And and one of the one of the positives I think, and good like blessings in disguise for you guys is that you went through this adversity during the playoffs because the whole thing on Shanahan and it's been the knock on him ever since the Patriots Super Bowl was that he blows leads or can't come back from behind. Yeah. And his boy Purdy was able to do it in these last two games. So that's that shows you something. That shows growth. That shows grit. And kind of like the monkey off your back. Like, not really because you want to win the whole thing, but a little bit less pressure is off him now. Um, so, yeah. I Niners winning, CMC, Super Bowl MVP. Damn. Let me say, uh, Robert, real quick uh, for Paco. Uh, yeah. Overall, <laughs> I think – the, the 49ers, you guys, y'all have the better team. Y'all have more players that are better. It's a y'all team game, so yes. Yeah, but I'm saying they have more star players. So I I honestly, like, this is your guys' shot, man. Like, if y'all, if y'all can't, in my, what I look at, if you can't just beat Mahomes and Kelsey and Pacheco, those three, when y'all have more, I don't know, man. Like, but I, I feel like y'all, this is your year. Like, but we'll see. Yeah, I say this is like uh, it's kind of like a repeat of of the because we haven't really mentioned this is a rematch of Super Bowl Fifty Four. I think Purdy's more efficient than Garoppolo, and I know that they would have won it last time had Garoppolo made that one pass, and we'd be there'd be a whole different history on Mahomes and everything. Um, I think they have the quarterback this time to get it done. Game manager, whatever, I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah, same for sure. Yeah, ABG, ABG. Um, let's talk about legacies for for both, um, and and what happens uh, going forward after Sunday. So, uh, I'm gonna start with you, Abe. What is the legacy for the Niners if they win this Sunday? I think it's the start of something. Um, I think now they're going to be, you know, the team to beat. Um, and if they can keep that team intact and maybe add a couple of people in the off season, um, I think it just makes it that harder to, to kind of, I don't think they're going to go undefeated, but it'll just be like a, a challenge to beat them. And now this is in the talks of, you know, if Purdy wins it, right. So it, it's not good for him because this will be his first, you know, Super Bowl. but now it's like elite, right? Mm-hmm. Is he, is he in the elite, in the class of the elites? Um, and, and, you know, at that point, I mean, I think this, this would be big. I mean, it's just, it's just going to be the beginning though, because they're still young. Um, so, so it could be something to come. What about the chiefs? (laughs) What if they win? What's their legacy? If they win, 
man, I, you know, I don't think, I don't think you put Mahomes in the, in the Brady like goat area like talk right now, because this would only be what his third one if he wins. Mm-hmm. So, but I will say that you put him like he's he's got to be the, one of the greatest, right? Because I mean, look at what he did with with minimal players. You know, I'll give you that. Now, yeah, but um, at that point, at some point, you got to put him in the Tom Brady talk, like in the Tom Brady bracket. As far as, you know, him winning three and not having the players, you know, um, but we'll see what happens. Jake, what is the legacy if the Chiefs win? If the, if the Chiefs wins, I have uh, the Mahomes dynasty is in full effect and they run it back for another Super Bowl appearance. I'll give uh, you that. I'll give I'll agree with you there. If they win, now you can call them a dynasty. <laughs> I know everybody's calling them a dynasty. Even my boy Colin Coward is already calling them a dynasty. It's like, no, win three, and then you're then you're one. Uh, also, Andy Reid for sure uh, is basically in talks of becoming the greatest coach of all time. Does he retire? Uh, uh, no, no, he doesn't retire. Um, and then, and then also, I have a uh, maybe Travis Kelsey gets in the conversation for greatest tight end of all time. Who did you have as – oh, you had Mahomes as your Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Okay. And what about if the Niners win? What's their legacy? If the Niners win, uh, I said uh, Brock, given his performance, he shows that he's the guy. Uh, and then their their new dynasty begins, and possibly they run it back. How could it be a dynasty, though? Not, I think they got to win more than one. <laughs> Well, well, I said their new dynasty begins. Like no, but like, a dynasty is a dynasty is a dynasty when you have you see you know, what trophies. I'm saying, the start of a dynasty, and I, I then I, what I'm trying to say, or start of the, an era of the like a a run. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like All right. yeah. All right, Paco. What's the legacy for the Niners if they win on Sunday? Just to be among the very best of the very best, and that means six Super Bowls along with the Steelers. And the Patriots. Yes, sir. So, um, and finally, honestly, like that would be amazing. But on a side note, we all from South Texas. So I finally get to say, <laughs> oh, we won a Super Bowl <laughs> and you guys have it for yeah. a while. Cause goddamn, everybody's like, we did 95 and you did 94. And I'm like, goddamn. That's right. true. That is it true. It is true. So. What is yeah. this? Uh, what does this victory do for Kyle Shanahan? Uh, it's just like you said. Like it's due. To, it's due. Like he, it's his time. He's already proven that he's a great coach. Um, but does he get uh, put in that conversation? Does it validate everything? Like now, does he get put on? Like oh my, not. I don't want to say. It's hard to say greatest of all time, but the elite <laughs> of the elite coaches in the current era. In the oh, for sure. But not the greatest of all time. No, just, no, no, no. Just right now, as far as right now goes, he's definitely up there. Like the way he's treated the whole situation with uh, Purdy and Lance and everything, uh, he received a lot of backlash. And how many coaches, Bobby and and everyone here, how many coaches would have been like, 
Nah, man, I gotta put in the third pick, the 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 first the first round pick. I gotta put oh, in the first right. round pick to play because you know management and you know and I have to please the owner and I I can't look like a fool if I if I put in the third stringer. This guy did it. He don't care. Like he and he said goodbye to the other. I mean, to me, he's definitely one of the best right now for sure. Yeah. And as far as the Chiefs go, I think it's just like y'all have been saying. One more step. If if he really wants to become the goat and read as well, they have to keep going. Like this yeah. is not enough, but it is definitely a huge step in the right direction. Yeah. And we already like when they won their first Super Bowl, they were already saying, "Oh, the Chiefs are going to be here for the next yeah. 15 years." You know, like yeah, yeah. they are they are already crowned as a a great, like the best team, the best organization of the current time. So they'll just keep being that. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's my thing though. I like, I don't hate the chiefs. I guess I more, I just hate how they were crowned before they were crowned. You know what I mean? Like they, the, the NBA did this also with the warriors. Like even when the Spurs were, I think when they got their last title against the heat, I think they had to play the warriors and it was, all the talk was like, oh, the Warriors are going to be this. And the same thing happened with Brady and Mahomes. He beat Mahomes to get to the Super Bowl. and But still, they're like, oh, it's going to be the Chiefs, man. Like, they're the greatest already. But it's like, dude, like, I want to see the hardware first. And even when Brady got three, like, nobody was t- saying anything near GOAT. You know, I, even I didn't say any of that. I waited until he passed Montana and Bradshaw to crown. And even then... <laughs> People were like, no, he's not even nowhere near the greatest. And it wasn't wasn't until after the Atlanta Super Bowl that people were like, oh, okay, maybe maybe it's time to give him that title. So I just found it weird that after even the first one that he got, he's like, oh, yeah, he's he's already like the greatest thing ever, which is so off-putting. And I don't know why nobody in the media calls it out. Like, like if I was a celebrity going on these shows, I'd, be, I'd call them all out. Like, what are we doing? Like, why are you pre-crowning? Like, Give me the resume. And, I, and like I said, if Mahomes wins on Sunday, great. You're up there with Troy Aikman, and, you know, you're an all-time great already. Hey, but Robert. Like, stop with this greatest of all time. Like, please. Robert, you, you forgot to ask me if uh, if, Kansas, if Kansas loses, what's the legacy for him? So, oh, okay, yeah, go uh, ahead answer it. So, basically, I think that the – like, they'll still make it back to the playoffs and everything, but the dynasty gets put on hold. Uh and then also, uh, you know how Abe said he wasn't going to bring up Taylor Swift or whatever, but I, I, Taylor Swift and Pepsi <laughs> break up by the end of 2024. If they don't want to Holy <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Reverse Cupid <laughs> over here. <laughs> nah, he's saying that because now they're going to win and then Travis Kelsey's going to propose to her and it's going to become all about that. Oh, it's I'll a fairy that. tale fucking ending, which will... I'm scared of, man. Oh, man. I'm scared of that. I was going to say I'll be mad, but I'm like, I'm just, I just won't turn on the TV. I'll just do other things. I won't even I give it any attention. Ugh. I, okay. I think it's, she already, or, or whatever, according to some report I read, she brought in like, I don't know, $300 million to the yeah. NFL or some it shit. Was some, right? Somewhere around that. So, and, and the ratings have gone up incredibly high now. 
So I can see the NFL being like, yeah, we we should get we should get them to win and we should get them to to share their story because that's going to keep selling tickets. So I'm I'm a little afraid of that. Afraid yeah, of that's the, my only fear. Some like, calls here and there. Yes, I don't. If the refs start hey, making on, their way on, into Robert. this, oh. so we're saying Paco conspiracy theory script. Is that what we're saying? It's not a conspiracy bit? theory, no, no, but. It's just, uh, it's not like, yeah, I don't believe in the whole script thing, but I do believe in the whole, they're not calling fucking holding for the Chiefs. That's for sure. I mean, I have video evidence of that. Well, guess <laughs> so, what? All of our eyeballs will be glued to the screen. So all of us are watching the game. Oh, oh but it'll be called out if it's if it's being blatant. Like, if you see it, they're gonna be, there's going to be no way around it. It happened at the end of last year's Super Bowl when the, the Super Bowl ended on the most stupid penalty and the chiefs like just ran out the clock and like there was no drama it was like man like what a stupid way to end the super bowl like i don't know i just i don't want any of that to come into play i would prefer a great game and the chiefs win without any refs interference as opposed to like them getting like questionable calls like you know what i mean like i would i'd rather mahomes win it like clean on a just like back and forth game i'm gonna ask all of you all of you please Check on the Chiefs' plays on the offense on this coming Sunday and look at 97. Because it's as a fan, you look at the quarterback and what they do. Look at 97 and see how many times they do this to him okay. or this or okay. this or this. Holding. Okay. All right? Okay. Please. Pay yeah. Pay attention. I will be watching that. Nick Bosa. <laughs> Real quick, Robert. Uh, as far as since we're talking the refs and stuff, do, what do you, you know how refs have been kind of questionable this season? Uh, like, how do you feel about the Super? Like, you know, as far as they got the good squad, right? Like, we'll we'll find out early if there's like a bunch of calls like all over the place. Or for me, a good like ref called game is like when it's you know when it's consistent on both sides. Um. Of course, the, the best case scenario is just you never hear from them and you don't get one until like the second quarter or whatever, like late in the second quarter. Like, oh, shit, I forgot there was referees in the game. Like, they're just letting them do their game. But if all of a sudden, like, you're getting, like, all these calls on one side and, you know, I, I hate to bring up the Cowboys, but that game against the – who was it? Lions? Was it the Lions? No, not the Lions. It was – it was a – who did they play on Amazon? It was like There's a Thursday been- night – Seattle. It was the Seattle game, and like there was a bunch of calls where all like four, three or four in a row, they were like all for the Cowboys, and like it ended up getting them in position to score. And it was like, dude, like, and it was like, oh yeah, what great drive by the Cowboys. It's like no, like the refs kept getting you on all these calls, and like it, it drove like all the momentum like back to their way. Like if you start seeing stuff like that, that's like very questionable to me. But if it's back and forth, if it's on both sides, I won't call it out. The reason I bring it up too, uh, Abe, as well, get you in here uh, as far as your your uh, take on it. Like, this has been what the most controversial slash bad year of refs, refing, refereeing. We've seen it so much. Like I've seen it, like more than ever. I think this year. Well, I think it's it's going to continue to get like that as there's more social media and all different angles, and we all have like you know all of us are instant replay, you know. I mean, it's it's just going to be like that going forward. But, man, some of these calls sometimes, it's like, I hate it. The ones I hate the worst are, like, there's no flag, 
you see like a receiver complaining for a while and then it gets thrown. It's like, what are we that. doing? I hate I late like reaction that. flags. Those are the worst. Hey, but hey, how do you feel about the referees this year, man? Yeah, I mean, it, it's going to happen, man. I mean, there, there's going to be some some error mistakes. I mean, it, it happens. Um, but, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think this year, just this year alone, I mean, there was just a lot of calls that were that were called that didn't need to be called or made. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just it's just something the NFL is going to have to monitor on that on that part. But I mean, you really can't do much about it. Um, I mean, it is what it is. But I wish they would just let them play the game, man, and, and stop throwing the flag for every little thing. But um, yeah, hopefully that changes a little bit or it gets to the, or it loosens up this year. I would prefer if it's like sketchy at the beginning, but then like yeah. towards the end of the game, they just let them go and like they just play. Yeah, just let them play. Let us go, man. Just let us go. Fuck I just, the rules. I just, I just don't <laughs> want it to go. <laughs> I don't want it to be where it's like I don't know if you all remember the Saints and Rams game where there was like that just egregious oh, like right. It was it was blatant pass interference and they didn't call it. And I, yeah. I don't want it to be that way for for yeah. either side, right? Of course, whether it's Purdy trying to make the comeback and we, that yeah. no call happens, or or if it happens to Mahomes, I don't want it to be. On either end, like just on either. Man. Let we don't want to. We don't want to win cheating or <laughs> doing anything right. like that. This is, you know, it's it's a Super Bowl. The Super Bowls are not won; they're taken mm. from bloody hands, mm. like Steve Young said. Mm. So, uh, yeah. nah. You know, I mean, this is for another time. But what if you could challenge flags at least twice a game? You know, uh, that's something they should really bring up in the not a, whatever the uh, the meetings that they have over the summer. Between like the, the owners, NFLPA? The yeah, the NFLPA and the owners. Like, if you can challenge like a, a roughing the passer call or something like that. Oh, that's the other just, thing too. Just any of the roughing limited. the passer, any of the roughing the passer calls better not be like stupid in this game. Because yeah, man. I agree. Um, any last thoughts? Um, uh, I know you wanted to <laughs> t- talk real briefly on the halftime show, Jake. What do you got? Yeah, I was going to bring that up, uh, and then how you guys feel about, you know, this uh, Las Vegas, the first time in Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, so that's pretty cool. Uh, Do you think you, uh, and as far as Usher performing, I would just say, like I said, fan of him, always been pretty much, I think it should be an interesting show. Sure, he's not like the new, new Taylor Swift, Olivia Rodrigo, somebody that flashy right now, but I think it's going to be a cool show. What'd you guys think? (laughs) I think it'll be all right. I mean, I know you're going to have people online that are like, oh, my God, it's going to bring the nostalgia back to, like, the early 2000s or whatever. Like, And people are going to make it seem like it's bigger than it was. But, I mean, this music's good. But, like, I don't think he's an all-timer or anything like that. It's just I think he was good for his time and music was fine. That's all I got to say about it. I (laughs) I actually hate it. I'm going to be honest. I'm sorry. I'm going to be completely honest. I think Usher is like, what? Like, imagine, I don't know. It's 2024, right? And you got like the the Z generation, whatever the fuck it's called, the new kids. They're like, Usher, what? Who? And then we got the old dudes like us, or maybe not the oldest, but like, you know, our generation is like, I mean, yeah, he is okay. There's no one that's like, Fuck yeah, Usher. You know, yeah. there's no one in the world that goes like, fuck yeah. Even at least for like last year, someone went like, yeah, Riri, let's go. But yeah. like, Usher? 
Really? Uh, I, for the love of me, I wish it would bring rock back myself. But yeah. even though I did love the the hip hop show, I mean, I'm I really did love it. Yeah, like, I think it's top three all time um, for me. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I'm telling you, like Usher is just I what? <laughs> Who said, oh, yeah, let's get Usher for Las Vegas, you know? Like, like, so early. Somebody, somebody, somebody said, somebody said, yeah, and then they were like, yeah, we should get Usher. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... (laughs) Yeah. Why not, why not book Sublime, man? I would have liked to see that. Sublime? Or or the Beastie Boys, huh? Shit, I'll take that over Usher. (laughs) Beastie Boys would be fun. I don't don't think the the mainstream would buy it. I don't want to freaking see Usher Raymond. I mean, I don't have much to say of it. I think he's a piece of shit. He's gonna um, put on a good show, man. He's in Las Vegas. He has a residence. Of course, the show will be the show will be. No one's like debating Baker. that. It's just like it ain't wow. That's what... yeah. It didn't it wow ain't, me. Was... It ain't Michael Jackson in the Super Bowl. Okay, like that. Oh man, that guy was. I would have yeah. Lady Gaga too, but I don't know if Lady Gaga's in the Super Bowl. I think halftime. I'm gonna probably just do something else. I don't even think I'm gonna be watching. It should have been Oscar. Taylor Swift, man. Like I'm watch her, watch her pop up, and then it's just it, it, it just like just, it, it, I don't know. <laughs> it should have been, but I I, I wouldn't love it. But... Actually, I would prefer that. Let her, let her get her moment in the halftime show. The girls go crazy and social media and then she'll be somewhere down there <laughs> and it'll be like super bowl uh 51 when the 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 owner came down the falcons and he was celebrating already oh, and then yeah. that final shot of him it's like his <laughs> wife looking up at him like super sad that the patriots just came back and, <laughs> won it. and it'd be like taylor looking at kelsey like what the fuck's happening and they lose that would be <laughs> i would be the happiest fun i'd be, I'd be so unbearable on social media if that happened (laughs) hey guys real quick how do you uh like as far as the fan base in las vegas have y'all heard if it's split if there's gonna be more chiefs more dude it's super bowl it's always neutral why do you think the the tickets are so high have you seen the the media week though nah what's up paco oh man you guys should really look at at least look up like the Mahomes interviews with Purdy and and um, Kelsey and and Kittle. The stadium was booing the Chiefs like hardcore, uh, like super bad. And I was like, "Damn!" But of course, it's because like it's not the game yet, so local people tend to be more like. I think the game it's it's always more corporate. There's a lot of you know. Just, of course, yeah. that's the way it's always been. That's why like the games aren't as the crowds aren't as crazy as like you know if you were to go to like game. Yeah. Buffalo or wherever. Um, it's just it's not gonna be like that. Um, that's just the way it's always been. Yeah. I Real agree. quick, did you guys see that? Uh, like I did see Mahomes came out and he said, "Uh, if you guys want to paint me as the bad guy or the super villain, that's fine or whatever." Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I mean, what, I what's think, your analysis on it? I don't, I, I don't think that he's the villain, but I, you hate Mahomes, so I mean, there you go. If well, you he, it's it. the same thing like when Brady was playing; like nobody wanted him to win because they always yeah. won. Like, yeah, they just became the unintentional villain. They've only huh? won the two Mahomes. The Chiefs don't always win, so he's not a villain to me. It's just Brady that he's he's, he's been there for like four <laughs> out of five years. Well, Jake, it's because they've crowned him already as that. So of course, people are going to turn on him or look at him as the That's villain. You, you hate him for. 
Fuck Who you. said I hate him? I, I, I literally put him on my number one before we started this podcast on top quarterbacks in the NFL. And I, I don't get where you keep saying that, that I hate him. When did he beat Brady or did he beat Brady? He's never beaten Brady when it counted. He's beaten him in the regular season, but he never beat him in the, in the games that, and that's why to me, I don't care what he does. He'll never be the goat because he faced him. He faced him in the Super Bowl and lost. That settles it. And the championship game, right? And the championship game at his own house. Jake? With with a better team. (laughs) The Chiefs had a better team than. So I don't want to hear about Mahomes as GOAT ever because you couldn't beat the GOAT. It's going to start. They win the start of the dynasty. No, it doesn't matter what he does. (laughs) Brock Purdy beat Brady just saying. Yeah. Nah, just, I'm, just, I'm just messing around with you. So check this out, team. I don't know if you got if you guys want to talk about this. I'm just gonna bring it up for fun. But you know the Las Vegas, you know, it's the Sin City, right? Yeah. I stumbled upon this prop bet that you can make, and this is legit real hundred percent. You can bet that Las Vegas gets invaded by aliens and the game ends in a tie. <laughs> Four plus, oh yeah, it's plus a hundred. What did you hear? Thousand. I'm reading. I mean, I heard it in a sports show, but now I'm reading it like I'm a UFO and guy. There's a there's crazy Super Bowl prop bets every year. That's a good one there. I like that one. Yeah, there's yeah, there's all sort of Taylor Swift props bets too, but part you know. This one, this one I thought was the best. I like them. I, I like the aliens thing. Like they would invade why though? Like Las Vegas, why like in particular? Or like did they say why? It's just a bed, dude. I don't know. It's a sucker's bed. <laughs> Jake Jake looking for a narrative. Why would the aliens invade? <laughs> they have better things to do. <laughs> oh, damn. I that up. Always looking for a narrative. Uh, <laughs> is it a horror movie? Is it gonna be a horror movie? Like the thought of be- aliens being there is not like bad enough. It's like why are they there? Like they they would be better than Russia though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we would all freak out. Uh, now, Jake's so like, now, oh, well, now, I mean, Jake, what's it? Now, Jake, I mean, what like, are, are, are they? Are they for Biden? What's going on? Like, that's, 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 what, you, what were you doing? Did they move, did they move <laughs> Area Fifty One? Is Area Fifty One in, in Vegas? <laughs> it should be. <laughs> hey, what were you doing, honey? Just shooting aliens. <laughs> <laughs> What movie is that? Why, movie? Would, they, why would they invade? <laughs> is that, is that the, why the Super Bowl? I have to ask. Oh my gosh. Oh my why, why not championship game? Like, come on. Are they going to bring <laughs> back the Why not the Pro Bowl games? <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, invade those. <laughs> All right. Anything, anything else that you guys want to talk about here for the Super Bowl before we. Sign off and just uh, hope for the best game on Sunday. No, well, I just good? hope it's not a one-sided game. I hope it's close. No, nah, you would want it one-sided if the Chiefs if it's Mahomes. Don't no, lie. I really no, I don't want to be <laughs> with the neighbor whoever shows up with me at Wing Daddies and we're just nah. Like, you'll oh. you'll you'll like a Chiefs blowout because then I won't hear the end of it from you. Oh, well. I'll just Maybe. mute. I'll mute you that day. Yeah. <laughs> Final thoughts, Dave? I think it's going to be a good game. 
See what close. happens. <laughs> nah, it's not going to be close. Oh. Not going to be close. Any any chance that Tony Romo gives any criticism to Mahomes on Sunday? Oh. <laughs> any chance? Uh, if they maybe. get blown up. Even if they're getting blown out, any chance? Because he'll still. I'm telling you, if you watch that, if you watch rewatch the Bucks Chiefs game, it was like 31 to nine. That was the final score, and like for some reason, he kept thinking like, "Oh, it's gonna happen, man! It's gonna happen!" And it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Romo, he's he's in Fox, right? No, he's on CBS. That's where the game. Oh, he's on CBS. My bad. Because because yeah. Brady's going to Fox next year. He'll he'll yeah. be in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So that's be interesting. All right. I think we're good here on the game, guys. Good stuff yes, for sir. everybody. Bang, bang. Uh, you want to plug socials, Abe? Uh, yeah, if you want to hit us up on our email account, it is two-minute uh, two drive, the letter, the number two, spelled out, T-W-O, minute drive at outlook.com. The X account is at U-R roughness pod. It's the letter U and then roughness pod. And then uh, Facebook is ran by uh, Palace. Himself, he runs the, uh, the, so the the Facebook page, and then Jake runs the Instagram page. Um, want to give uh, want to give everyone or let everyone know that that next week we have uh, our boy Brandon on the show, right, Robert? For the yeah, for uh, the uh, season finale. For the season finale, super excited. Been talking to that guy through email. Um, super excited to be on there with him for the first time. I wasn't able to be when y'all when y'all did it the last time, but uh, I will be on this one. Well. Guys, yeah, I, I'll be on it. Yeah, so uh, can't wait for that one. And uh, yeah, um, we'll go over some stuff next week too, Robert. I guess for the finale, and we'll give up updates and stuff like that. But other than that, that's that's the, that's a plugin. Yeah, um, you can listen to this podcast and all the <clears throat> other past episodes, including uh, the past episodes that Paco has been on um, through Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you search Palace off the top rope, you can find all the episodes for the Two Minute Drive podcast. Um, yeah. I also want to say one more thing. Uh, it was a pleasure being with Paco. I wasn't able to be on that one when he was here the, the first time as well. So pleasure, Paco, meeting you and, and, and talking this with you. And super yeah. excited that your team, that your team made it. And and uh, if anybody can can beat Swift and, and, and Mahomes, I have it all on Purdy, man. Like, I think he's, he's going to be the superhero. So... Uh, pleasure meeting you, bro, and and hope to to do it again with you soon. Likewise, for sure, man. Thank you. Yeah. A different cowboy fan. There you Good go. Job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. right yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Paco. Much much thanks, man. Thanks for for doing this big episode with us. Uh, the big game. Uh, we hope yeah. for a good one. Hope for a good result. Uh, I know the nerves you're feeling. Trust me, I've been there plenty myself. So uh, they. <laughs> It, it don't take it for granted and you never know when you're going to go back. So just enjoy these next few days. And I know it's going to be hard for you to watching the cover. I know you're going to watch the coverage all day or I don't know what your routine is. Um, but I mean, it's, it's going to be a fun ride for you and your team and enjoy. Hell yeah, man. Thank you so much. I still don't know which Jersey to wear, but mm. we'll see. Uh, thank you so much. Y'all that's, this was fun. And hope we do it again, maybe next year or whatever. But yeah, appreciate y'all. Thank you. The invite's always there. And um, yeah, on behalf of Abraham, Jake, um, and Paco, uh, I'm going to be Palace and I'm going to be signing us off for today. Enjoy the Super Bowl on Sunday. 
We'll be back next week for the season finale. Good luck to Paco and the Niners. Um, fuck Jake and his narrative of the Mahomes. You said it. You said it right, Robert, but not because of the Chiefs. Just fuck Jake in general, <laughs> man. Nah, Jake, Jake brought it today. Jake did good. I'm proud of you, Jakey. Um, all right. Thanks, all right, guys. Uh, enjoy the Super Bowl. We'll, we'll talk to you all next week. Take it easy, guys. All right. Laters.